0: The 12-year-old boy named Jaden was kicked out of school on Monday. He didn't start a fight or bring a gun to school or set a teacher on fire or any of the things that I used to do. Uh, Instead, he had a message of hate on his backpack Hmm. that the school claimed was disruptive to the classroom environment. And that message of hate was four little words printed below a coiled snake on a yellow patch sewn onto his backpack. He said, (laughs) don't tread on me. Or uh, three little words if you count like Joe Biden. Now... The school claimed the Gadsden flag has its origins in slavery and the slave trade and to me it sounds like the Vanguard Academy which by the way is not far from me it's down in Colorado Springs I'm one town up the highway a monument it's about 20 minutes from here uh, it sounds like the Vanguard Academy needs a remedial civics lesson and uh, Jayden's feisty mom was on hand to provide one um, she actually uh, at the school meeting, I believe this was on uh, a Tuesday or Monday or Tuesday of this week. She videotaped the conference with, uh, with, with her son, Jaden. And, uh, the results are great. We'll post the, the link along with the video here. Um, what, what, what was she did? Yeah, she videotaped the, the meeting with the school officials, and she very calmly made the point about what the, the Gadsden flag is actually about. The school, for its part, kept making excuses like uh, kids can't display messages referring to drugs, tobacco, alcohol, or weapons, none of which are on the Gadsden flag. So far, so uh, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And maybe the funniest part, I mean, the school's really getting desperate at this point, uh, they were totally flailing and referred to a study by a graphic design scholar, this is my my go-to for serious historical research, who claimed that uh, the Gadsden flag uh, can be seen as a symbol of intolerance and hate or even hmm. racism. And uh, by the way, I forgot to do intros. Hi, I'm Steve Green. This is Right Angle, and that's Bill Little and Scott Ott. Um, Bill, would you care to provide a little civics lesson as to what the, the Gadsden flag is about for our uh, our idiots in public education?
1: Yes. The Gadsden flag is a warning against tyranny. It's a warning. It's not an action. It's It's not a strike. It's not aggression. It's a warning. It's like, Mom, Stevie keeps hitting me. It's a warning. And it's basically saying if you continue with this aggressive behavior towards us, we're the we're the aggrieved party here. We're not the people doing the bullying. We're the people who are being bullied. That's what the Gadsden flag says. The Gadsden flag says you know the Gadsden flag essentially is a short version of fool around and find out, and and um, and it is it is actually pretty clear. I, one of my favorite things ever. I saw this somewhere around 2003 or 2004. I forget the name of the guy who did it, but a graphic design guy. And basically, it's the exact same flag. And instead of the snake being coiled, it's striking, and its fangs are out. And below that, it says "Too late." <laughs> and um,
0: <laughs> I've got to look for this.
1: Uh, it's it's unbelievably great. It's just great. So what what the Gads the, the Gadsden flag is not even a flag of rebellion. It is it is a warning saying we're not going to take this forever this we, we are looking out for both of our interests here you know we don't want to get hurt anymore and we don't want to have to hurt you but we will if we have to now what the teachers see it as and probably appropriately enough is they see it as a sign of rebellion against authority hmm. it's 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 a it's a defiance of 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 other people enforcing their will upon you. So needless to say, as the tyrants that they are, they find this hor- horrifically offensive and it's got to go. But um, this is actually closely related to my topic. We don't know what our topics are uh, on this format now that we, we just bring them and, and react to them. But but this kind of, of – For, forget that. Let's just – let you just close with this. Every time you make an effort to protect children from something traumatic, now I'm not saying you shouldn't protect them from real traumatic things. Kids should not be exposed to the aftermath of a suicide bombing or anything like that. But every time you try to protect them from having their little feelings getting hurt, what it does to their brain is it just keeps lowering their threat response. So instead of making them more resilient, it makes them weaker. It makes them more and more and more hysterical, more and more sensitive, more and more more neurotic all the time. And so if schools are saying, well, we, we don't want to expose our kids to this because they may find it troubling, it's like, well, you better start exposing children to something that is mildly troubling now because when they get out of this classroom, they're going to be confronted with things that are actually troubling, and the one thing we're seeing throughout society now is that people are not equipped to handle this. I can't tell you how many times I've seen police uh, body cam footage of, a, of just a simple traffic stop or something with, a, with some Gen Z person, and, and, and they're basically saying, um, "I need your, I need to see your driver's license and, and registration. Why? Well, because it's the law. I need you to see it. Well, explain to me why you need to see it. You know, and, 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 and they won't, they won't stop." Steve, they won't stop. They, well, I'm not going to. You know, this is really unfair. And and you know, you should treat me with more respect. And why is it that I have to do? And it just, it's just ongoing, perpetual adolescence and childhood. And I suspect that this must be their goal because there's no other explanation for it, given the amount of data there is. So I say, what what was it? What was that condition you you read earlier that it can't contain something something uh, something something? Let me, something? Let me, let
0: me double check. Uh, drugs, tobacco, alcohol, or weapons. Hmm. Well,
1: ma'am, I've I've looked carefully at the flag, not that it requires a great deal of, of, of intent observation, but I don't see any of those four things on here, so why don't you just go back into the little commie hole that you crawled out of and let this kid wear what he's wearing, because God knows if we went through that school, people like the three of us, we could find any hundreds of things that are infinitely more Destructive, hateful, and 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 racist than than the Gadsden. Yeah, and
0: and just to be clear, uh, despite the school's claim of fears of a disruptive environment or anything like that, uh, from what I've read in these various reports, none of the kids complained. It was the teacher and the administration that complained. They're the they're the weaklings in this case, not the uh, not the sixth or seventh graders in this story. And Jaden, as I said, that's that's right, twelve years old. um, If you click on the video of the uh, the conference he and his mom had with the, the with the school. Um, this young man is just composed and cool during the whole thing. Uh, really a tribute to, to good parenting, just just as much as having but, that Gadsden flag is. Yeah, Bill.
1: I just realized one thing. I was going to say several years from now, but I bet it's less time than that you will soon begin to see this exact same argument played out with the American flag. Oh, yeah. I guarantee
0: it. Yeah. I guarantee it. In fact, I think I've read a couple of stories uh, where it's already happening in places like uh, It's a, it's a, It's
1: intimidating and, and, and students find it uh, distressing and alarming that, you know, hmm. that this banner of white supremacy is being uh, flaunted in their face.
0: Yeah, indeed. Uh, maybe one of the more... Uh, uh, the sad parts of this story is the, the school's director is a retired Air Force officer who lists his interests, and I think this comes from LinkedIn, as diversity, equity, and inclusion. You, you probably could have guessed that, huh? His name Those is are Jeff- his interests?
1: I want to bet you he's not a fighter pilot yeah, from the that, Air Force. That would
0: be my guess, too. Uh, his name is Jeff Yoakum. I wouldn't be surprised if the kids call him Captain Butt Munch or, or something like that. Um, Scott, uh, according to uh, to author… Con-
1: <laughs> That's his tactical call sign. <laughs> <laughs>
0: according to author… Okay,
1: Butt Munch, tactical right. <laughs> I got to get control system <laughs> here. Down here.
0: Well, we'll try. Uh, according to Connor Boyack, who has been helping the family, uh, 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 Jaden wanted to stand up for his non-racist beliefs. Um, so after Jaden was kicked out of class, he asked his mom to take him to a local news station to get the word out. So they went to the uh, the Colorado Springs NBC affiliate. I can't remember their call letters. And they said, no, they weren't interested in this story about a kid getting kicked out of class for displaying a patriotic uh colonial era flag um so scott i guess my question to you is because we always I, I go you to you for my journalism angle you're a trained professional whatever happened to that old uh, journalistic uh, credo about uh, comforting the afflicted and afflicting the comfortable
2: <laughs> well you know the first thing that occurs to me is if they had ignored that patch on his backpack nobody would have said anything nobody would have even noticed it yeah yeah so, yeah, so they, they actually drew attention to it and made a big deal of it, um, you know, either in complete ignorance of the effect that that would have and making, you know, actually rallying people in support of it or because they thought in some way they needed to make a an example of this kid. Um, it reminded me of a couple of things. When I was in high school uh, at one of the high school dances, the principal of our high school, who was otherwise a nice guy, um, forbid the DJ from playing Pink Floyd's We Don't Need No Education um, at, oh, at a dance. Now, first of all, it's not a good dancing song. No.
0: But, it, 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 but That's not what you listen to Pink Floyd for.
2: Yeah, but he made a big deal about how, you know, this was a, inappropriate in a school setting and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, thanks for making the point of the song. Uh, but... <laughs> and, yes. That and um, and and like I said, otherwise nice guy. Um, that and when I used to work years ago for a, uh, a local affiliate of a major cable company, uh, my new supervisor. On a Friday, we were on Fridays, we were allowed to wear, uh, We were. it's dressed down Friday, you know, and so at the office, we could dress casually, we could wear T-shirts, and people wore all kinds of T-shirts with their favorite bands on them or whatever, you know. So I had a lot of T-shirts uh, that had various things about Jesus on them at the time. <laughs> and uh, I, this one was a rather reserved shirt that just had a picture on the back of a cross, and, and in little letters around the cross, it said, Take up your cross and follow me. And then there was like a, a Bible reference to the passage where it says that. Well, anyway, uh, this new supervisor comes along and tells me that, um, that I can't wear that shirt. And I said, well... I thought it was casual Friday and we could all wear T-shirts. Look at that lady over there with the Ozzy Osbourne biting the head off a bat shirt, you know, or something like that. And uh, and she's like, no, that's not appropriate. You can't wear the shirt. And and so I kind of persisted gently, but politely in saying that I, I don't understand why, why I wouldn't be able to. And she basically said, look, either you remove that shirt or you go home. Um, and I said, well, I don't have another shirt with me. And I don't think it's right that I... You know, some form of speech is being prohibited in the workplace when no other form of speech is being prohibited. And so I went home for the rest of the day. I lost a day, day's Good pay um, and went home. And uh, there's a happy ending to the story. Uh, not too long after that, she fired me. <laughs> so, so things things went well there. But anyway, it was another one of those situations where if she had not drawn attention to it, it would have been a nothing like, nobody would have even said anything about my shirt. Nobody would have noticed it. You know, it was just that was just one of my T-shirts. And I didn't have a lot of T-shirts at the time. So, um, you know, the, the weird thing about the Gadsden flag, and, and you need to know a little bit about snakes to appreciate this, is that even venomous snakes are not hunting man flesh.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> but once they get a taste for
2: it. Venomous snakes do any, and all snakes want to hide and stay away from human beings. Uh, human beings are large; snakes are generally not. Human beings can move pretty quickly, and snakes want to get out of their way as quickly as possible. So, the idea that a snake in on this uh, "don't tread on me" thing is some sort of a, a an offensive threat. The, basically the story is. To get bit by a snake, you almost have to step on it. Or actually step on it. Yeah. To get on you, you tread. have to t- Yes, you have to taunt a snake in order to get bit. If you give them their space, they're not going to bite you. Even if they rattle their rattle, if they're a rattlesnake or whatever, they're trying to avoid you. So it is such a passive shirt that basically says, look, I'm harmless to you unless you step on me, which, as Bill said, you know, it's it's a warning against tyranny, but it's not an offensive warning. It's a defensive warning that's basically saying, I'd rather just be left alone. Um, So I I don't know why teachers do silly things like this. Um, And uh, I guess, really, we should send her all, all of us should send her copies of We Don't Need No Education. We Don't Need No Thought Control.
1: Steve, can I just a couple things just real quick? But first of all, Scott, when the, I'm just curious when that when that woman you were talking about when she saw the cross on the back, did, did she go like this?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's just a curiosity I'd rather, point for me. I'd rather
2: not answer that question because it brings back horrifying memories.
1: <laughs> uh, and the, and the second thing is, I remember seeing uh, the wall in, in theaters. It was 79 somewhere around there. And I remember they started uh, singing that song, and I and I turned to the person next to me and I said, "We don't need no education." I said, "Sounds like you're not getting much of vacation, not much of an education already, you know? We don't need no, no education."
0: Right. Ah, <laughs> uh, the irony. Actually, maybe snakes are a weapon. I forgot about the Second Battle of Trenton during the Revolutionary War when the uh, colonials colonials threw snakes at the British lines. No, I just I I, I made all of that t- up. It's not. Um, would be a get mistake. these
1: darn dreadful snakes off, off, off of my That's darn yes. dreadful <laughs> fort
0: anyway I should mention uh, I've lived in or uh, right next door to Colorado Springs for almost 30 years I, I moved Colorado Springs from from San Francisco in 1994 so yeah I'm getting old um, and the thing you have to know about Colorado Springs is it's uh, it, it is the hub of of conservatism in Colorado, uh, yeah, yeah. The, the the state GOP holds its presidential convention in Colorado Springs every four years to to choose who we're, we're awarding our our delegates to for uh, for the nomination. Um, it's home of focus on the family, a mm-hmm. conservative Christian organization that's that's famous around the the country and even the world. Um, it is uh, not just the most conservative. City in Colorado, it's the largest conservative city in Colorado. We may not be as big as Denver, but, you know, we've got 700,000 people or more. It's, it's a good-sized town. It's very Republican. Uh, Democrats can't really get elected here. In fact, uh, our first non-Republican mayor in, in decades was just elected, and he's an independent who basically got elected because, well, when you've got one party rule, you get a lot of corruption, and it was time to, to clean house a little bit. But the point I'm trying to make here is that if this kind of thing can happen at a school in Colorado Springs hmm. the the heart of, of red state America, um, it can happen anywhere. You've got to check out what's going on in your schools, get involved in your school boards, whether it's uh, a school where your kids, your grandkids, or just kids you care about are attending because this rot runs deep and it runs everywhere. So uh, get involved, all right? Okay, that's your right angle on that. I'd like to give a, a shout out to Jaden and his mom for uh, being smart and courageous in this keep it up amen thanks for watching and we'll see you next time